Hello, and welcome to the Food Freedom Body Love Podcast. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a licensed registered doctor of naturopathic medicine and the creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method, a system for helping both adults and children make peace with their bodies, weight, and relationship with food so they can pursue health in the most relaxed and enjoyable way. Hello, and welcome to day 18 of the 85-day podcast experiment. Um, I am just slipping in here. It's 10.04 p.m., and I'm just sitting down for the first time all day to take a minute to check in on the podcast. I'm Jillian Murphy, creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method. I am writing a book with the working title, healthy-ish, and I decided to set this mini-sode goal or experiment for myself to podcast as I wrote the book. One thing I will say is that my initial goal was to podcast until my birthday, Monday to Friday. And then I have a little bit of a go big or go home attitude. And so I was like, why stay or settle from Monday to Fridays when I could podcast every day until my birthday? And The reality is that the podcasting on the weekend is getting in the way of like being a mom, a present mom, which is like my most important job in the world. And um, it's actually a, a couple of times has been getting in the way of actually writing because I have such limited time to write the book, which is really the main goal. This was just supposed to be like a fun addendum, like a way to connect with you guys while I'm writing and I'm in a little bit of a hole. So with all of that said, I am going to take this long weekend off. I'm still going to podcast for the 85 days, but I am going to be podcasting Monday to Friday and I'm going to take this long weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off just so that I can recalibrate. It's been a pretty hectic couple of weeks and um, some people are catching up as well. So I feel good about that. I was go big or go home. I feel good about, you know, just deciding to be home (laughs) and packing in the go big. Um, That said, if you're enjoying the podcast, one of the things that helps out so much is such an amazing way to support me in writing the book, support me in growing this podcast, support me in this very big podcast series that I'm hoping to do in the fall is to just rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening to it um, and or on iTunes. So please, if you are enjoying tuning in, if you're sad to hear that it won't be every day, I hope you're not too sad. I feel like, you know, five podcasts a week should be more than enough for most people. But still, if you're feeling a little sad, show some love, rate it and review it. Okay, on to today's topic. I want to talk about logistical eating. So logistical eating is like doing some planning, putting some thought and preparation and pre-work into your eating. I just gave it that name. I don't think that that's something that's necessarily a thing in intuitive eating or competent eating, but it's just the name that I give to having to put some effort and thought into our eating ahead of time. And people often want to know how does logistical eating fit into intuitive eating? Because intuitive eating by definition is a present moment process where you're like in the moment, deciding if you're hungry, how hungry you are and what you feel like eating. So how does, how does pre-planning 
or food prep fit into intuitive eating? That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, so I just said it, but I feel like it bears repeating. Intuitive eating and competent eating Actually, I shouldn't say that. Intuitive eating, by definition, is a present moment experience. Competent eating actually involves and we analyze and assess contextual eating skills. And contextual eating skills is the way that you organize yourself to make sure that you have enough food on hand. So by definition, logistical eating fits into competent eating because part of being a competent eater is being prepared and having food on hand in order to be able to feed yourself regularly and reliably. Intuitive eating is a little bit different because it's a, it's, you know, sort of by definition, it's a present moment experience, meaning that in its purest sense, we aren't doing a lot of like pre-planning or thinking back like, oh, okay, I'm going to eat this at this time and this at this time and this at this time. Because the reality is that we can't predict when we're going to be hungry or how much food we're going to need in the future any more than we can predict how much oxygen we're going to need tomorrow at 2 p.m. or how many times we're going to need to go to the bathroom tomorrow. Like these are biological functions that differ and vary and change based on our human needs that day. And there are lots of, of factors that affect how much oxygen we need in a moment or how many times we need to go to the bathroom and conversely how many calories we need and what kind of calories we need will vary from day to day and from moment to moment and so in intuitive eating we try to get people away from doing too much like forward obsessing about what they're going to eat you know but the reality is that for most of us our lives are busy. (laughs) And I know that like last week, near the end of the week, I didn't have a lot of time for grocery shopping or food prep. I'd sort of like done some food prep on Sunday. I'd run out of food. So there was just like a couple of days where I was just flying by the seat of my pants and my schedule was intense and I was doing my very best. But there was one day where it was Friday last week There was like hardly any food in the fridge for breakfast. I like scraped the bottom of a yogurt container and ate it with literally the dregs of a box of granola and some blueberries. And then I had like no food left in the house. So around lunchtime, I'm starving and I boiled up a little bit of rice that was left in a bag and threw some nuts on top and ate a raw carrot. (laughs) And I was like starving for most of the day. Like it was ridiculous, you know? And so the reality for a lot of us is that if we were fully left to our own devices every day, it would almost be harder to intuitive eat because we may not have any food around us or we may not have any food prepped. Like I know that if I had a buffet of food choices that were prepped and put in front of me every single day, I could be 100% intuitive, but I don't have that. I have to do it for myself. And the only way to do it for myself is to do some pre-planning. So that's where logistical eating comes in, right? I also do it for my grocery list so that we can try, attempt to stay within a grocery budget and also so that we don't waste too much food. I find if I go to the grocery store without a plan, we waste a lot of money, we waste a lot of food, 
And, um, I almost feel overwhelmed when I look in the fridge, like I don't know what to do. So the way that I logistically eat or logistically plan our food is I make a loose list at the beginning of the week, usually on the weekend, actually on like a Sunday. And I plan three meals. This is just mine. You guys do it the way you want to do it. So this is not a prescription, right? I'm just giving you an example. I plan three meals that are like a made from scratch proper meal throughout the week. Then we have at least one, sometimes two nights that I call like fast food nights. So that might be like leftovers or it might be like a quick grilled cheese and some soup or it has to be something that's like super quick. I don't have to pre-prepare. I don't have to think about it. We generally have the ingredients on hand, pasta with pesto and broccoli, that kind of thing. It's like super quick, super fast. And then I keep a couple of nights free where I don't plan anything because that gives us the room to um, invite people over or on the weekend sometimes, you know, I'll have a last minute craving or inkling or feeling that I want to try and make something or I'm craving something Um, or it gives us the space to order in or go out for dinner or get invited to someone's house and we're not wasting food or worrying about eating up things that we've bought. So I basically never plan more than three dinners. And then we have a fairly set list of foods that we purchase to have on hand for breakfast and lunch. So that's that's pretty set. And then on Sundays, I do a little bit of prep work. So I might like cook up some grains or roast some sweet potatoes or prep a salad dressing or two um, or marinate some meat. There might be like, I try not to put too much effort into it because if I if I make it too labor intensive, I just stop doing it. But I'll get some pre-work done so that throughout the week, especially if there are busier nights, foods will, the meals will just come together much faster. And then I also try to cook, if I have time, I try to bake or make a snack or a sweet, a muffin or a peanut butter cup or a chocolate or a something really yummy, a granola bar that we can have on hand. I don't always do this, but I try to because it makes my snacking better. I like sweet things. I like to have sweet things through the day. I might as well have something good on hand that I enjoy that keeps me energized. And when I say good, I just mean like nutrient dense Um, as opposed to always reaching for play foods, which I like to eat, but sometimes will make me feel tired through the day. So That's what my logistical eating looks like. For some people, it's more relaxed. For some people, it's more intense. But it does fit into intuitive eating because A, I know myself at this point. So I generally know the kinds of foods that we like to eat. And I try to cover a wide variety of bases so that there's some sweet things on hand. There's some salty things on hand. I usually just purchase those. Um, There's nuts There's a good mix of meals throughout the week. So I've got a sense of the foods that we as a family and that I like. And so I go with that. The other thing is we try to keep room for for changes, right? If someone invites us over for taco night at the last night, we can just go and we can postpone other meals or we can, you know, shift things around. There's no hard and fast we have to eat certain things. I have a loose plan, but it can change. Um, there's lots of room for improvising and modifying throughout the day, right? So I often eat leftovers for lunch, but I can also pull together something totally different if I want. 
There are also no rules about how much. So I'm not boxing everything up at the beginning of the week and being like, I can only have this specific ounce piece of chicken plus these greens plus this for lunch. Like, no, no, no. I have foods that are prepped. They're prepped in bulk. They're in the fridge. And then we throw things together. And if I'm hungrier, I just have more or I have another snack. Um, I also have lots of room throughout my week to go for a walk in the middle of the afternoon and pick up a cup of tea and a cookie, right? Um, so the big difference is that I have a loose plan. I am not trying to adhere to a very specific set in stone plan that's dictating how much I can eat and specifically what I should be eating every single day. And so that's how logistical eating can fit into intuitive eating. If you are, if you are trying to force yourself to stick to a very specific plan that, that encourages you to ignore your hunger on days where you're hungrier or encourages you to ignore a feeling for wanting a different kind of food, then you're getting away from intuitive eating. But if you're just making sure... If you're just taking some time at the beginning of the week or in the middle middle of the week to make sure that you have lots of foods that you know you enjoy on hand to choose from, then to me, that's actually facilitating intuitive eating. And as I've dug deeper into the Ellen Satter model of competent eating that I more so use with children, um, I'm realizing that that is actually like even as I'm recording this. I'm realizing what a beautiful model that is because it actually values those contextual skills. So it's saying be in tune with your inner body, be operating from a place of trust, but also grocery shopping and prepping foods and keeping foods on hand so that you can feed yourself reliably is a part of, of competent eating. So I hope that explains how logistical eating fits into intuitive eating and how meal planning can fit into intuitive eating. And it really just boils down to remaining open-minded and flexible and in tune with your body, regardless of what foods you've prepared. That's really what it comes down to. So have a wonderful long weekend. I will be back on Monday for day 22 of the 85 days. So I'm going to stay on, on track with the 85 days. I'm just not going to podcast every single one of those 85 days you're going to get, you know, a good number. I'll calculate how many. But anyway, thank you so much. Today's episode has been brought to you by relaxing on the long weekend and eating all the Easter eggs and my self-study program. If you are wanting to make peace with food and your body and you need to do it on a budget on your own time, head over to foodfreedombodylove.com and grab my self-study program. Have a great weekend. Bye guys. Thank you.